One of the notable things about Formula E, aside from the odd whistle, is just how quiet it is here. We're in a very nice park in Battersea, which itself is a lovely place to be because of the number of trees and the bird song that you get. But you wouldn't believe for the minute that I'm actually on the grid as the cars are assembling alongside me. And Stefan Sarazen trundles by in his electric car. Um, I don't think I've ever been... In fact, I'm certain I have never been on a grid assembly as quiet as this one. Here comes Alex Fontana taking up his position. Salvador Duran in his Amlinaguri car and Nicola Prost trundled by. You've really got to have your wits about you and listen carefully because usually you get the sound of an internal combustion engine making enough noise to tell you there's a car coming behind you. So rather like someone who's been chased by the cops, I'm walking down the pit lane with one eye over my shoulder to make sure I don't get mown down or scooped up by an aerodynamic front wing. Had an interesting chat with the marshals earlier on. These guys do great work. They were telling me about the special training that they had to have for this race because these cars present a safety issue in terms of electric shock. It's very easy to get a blast in these cars so they have green lights on them which means that they're safe. If you've got a blue light or a red light, you don't go anywhere near it. 800 volts, apparently, but it's not the voltage that kills you, it's the amperage. Um, trying to steer my way around. A very busy grid. Very pleased to see that it's so well supported here. Let's make my way to the front of the grid and find someone significant to talk to. Let's see. Alejandro Aguirre, the organiser of this series, seems to have every member of his family here on the grid who all want selfies with him. That poor man, he must be exhausted. I wonder if I can get a word with him. I wonder. Unlikely, he's more sought after than an extra battery charger at a Formula E race. Really. Poor guy. If I can get close to him, I'll have a word. Signor Agag, one moment. One second. How are you? Yes. Congratulations. Thank you so well much. Well done. I'm bringing a whole field of electric race cars to Battersea. Now, you must be close to exhaustion. No, it hasn't been that bad. It's been a good year long, but you know we're really happy how the season has gone. So what, very happy. What, what's been the most difficult part of bringing this to fruition well, so really far? Well, build the racetracks in the cities is always tricky. So you know we're very happy that we could do this, and especially this one in the centre of London has been a challenge. But we're here and it's very good. And how's the future looking? Because looking electric cars good. is all about the future, isn't it? We want to bring electric cars to the mainstream. So that's what we wish: more manufacturers, better technology for electric cars around the world. Well, yes. Thank, Thank you, you very much, Lee. Thank you. There you go. Right, let's find a driver. 
Shannon. Last time we spoke, you were in GP2. Hello again. How are you? Good. Yeah. How does this compare to the other race series that you've raced in? Is it as competitive? Is it more competitive because the equipment's exactly the same? Well, it's safe to say that the Formula E is as competitive as it gets. You know, the quality of the drivers in the championship is very high. The quality of the team is very high as well. So, yeah, we've got our work cut out for us and we have to really make sure that we do our best to get the results. So, yeah, very tricky series. What does it take to do well? What do you need to do well in Formula E? Well, you need a whole structure around yourself. You need a good team that works well together. Need some luck on your side as well. These, these street circuits, they don't forgive any mishaps or being in the wrong place at the wrong time. So, yeah, it's a good combination of motor racing that's uh, a bit more intense perhaps in Formula 8. And uh, how difficult is this circuit with a crown in the middle of the track? That makes it impossible, doesn't it? Yeah, very tough. You end up having to raise the right height to abnormal levels. You're bottoming out, so your wheels are not much on the ground. So these things make it a big challenge. We are always just over the limit of the car and, you know, you have the walls very near. So we saw very many victims today. Uh, I was one of them. <laughs> I touched the wall, but not much damage to my car. So, yeah, we hey. just, just need a good race today and then we can finish the season on a good note. You've raced at Monaco. If you can race at Monaco, you can race here. I won in Monaco. I know. And uh, this year was looking good for us, but we got a bit of luck. So let's hope that the luck continues with us today. Great to talk to you again. Good luck. Another lovely voice. I think I've said that before, that you'd want Bruno to read you, I don't know, the weather, anything, the phone directory. It would sound wonderful, wouldn't it, with that lovely tone of his voice. Here's an interesting sound for you. That's a fan pumping as much cool air as it can into the radiators of these cars, because whilst... There's no hot water to cool an engine. There's lots of heat stored in the batteries, only need the motor at the moment, and they've got to be cool. We don't want them overheating because as the battery's temperature raises, down the performance of the battery goes. So, keeping it cool keeps your car hot. Nicolas Prost, the pressure's off. Congratulations as champions. Well done. That's some achievement. How difficult is it to make your mark in this race series? Uh, you know, it's very difficult. You know, the level is very high and you need a bit of fortune. For me, the beginning of the season was really good. And yeah. uh, some, a bit more problems, not so much luck in the last few races, you know. But yeah, I would like to finish in style, but unfortunately was not really in the good groups. The, yesterday I was in Q1, which was not so good. This afternoon, Q2, 4 was not good enough also, but it's uh, racing. I just hope I can make a strong race and uh, yeah, finish well. What would you change about your approach to Formula E? Presumably not very much, now that your team are champions. What would you change? What's the secret of success? It's not so different, you know, we were competitive all year long, you know. Um, my last few qualifiers have been less, and it was not bad, you know. Until today I never got out of seventh top position but uh, my last qualities were not as good and uh, yeah obviously for me you know not having raced uh, monositor for a long time I had to get back a bit to running in groups but uh, yeah I, I know for next year I can come back even stronger so which is the better racing for you the WEC or this uh, Formula E definitely <laughs> you're only saying that because you're here today surely no no I really like these races it's really nice you cool. know. <laughs> thank you bon chance thank you au bientôt et merci Nelson, 
10 years ago when you and I were boys, you were driving an A1 GP and I was interviewing you for the World TV feed. Hello again. How are you? How are you? You enjoying this? Oh yeah, <laughs> of course. Uh, I enjoy racing and uh, I enjoy challenges. How does this compare in terms of a challenge? You know, you've all got the same kit, you've all got the same decisions to make. How do you make a difference? By being quicker. And how do you achieve that? All the cars are the same, and you know, being more aggressive and being more in the limit and finding better setups, working better with the team. A bit of everything. Is this more or less satisfying than the racing you've done in the States in the last few years? I love any kind of racing. The, the more the challenge, the better it is. Good. Good to see you out there, man. Thank you. Take care. Sorry, he has to get ready. Well, I can see all around me now drivers putting on helmets and earplugs and people being ushered off the grid. So it's probably my cue to get out of the way before I'm mown down by 200 kilowatts of electric power and make my way to find Zog and Tycho and enjoy this race, which I will. Formula E on Gareth Jones on speed. Why is it that motorsport always requires frantic rushing around? Having been granted grid access and got a bunch of interviews for your delectation and pleasure, I am now desperately trying to get back to a position next to the circuit where I can catch the sound of the cars as they come past. One of the highlights of any motor race is the first lap where you have all the competing entries sharing the same piece of track making a lot of noise now they don't make a lot of noise these formula e cars but actually having heard them on the circuit now i think they make quite an interesting noise far more pleasant than they sounded on television that whine that made my son and girlfriend complain but on the track it's quite intoxicating so as you can hear, I'm hoofing it through the gravel. Helicopters overhead. Oh, by the way, on the subject of helicopters, one of the concerns about having a motor race in the middle of London was that the sound of the cars was going to be unpleasant for local residents. Now, that's not a big problem when you're running electric cars because they are practically silent, of course. But have the local residents counted on the fact that you have three or four helicopters with radio links and cameras tracking the cars as they go around this relatively tight small circuit so whilst the cars aren't a problem the noise above is I have to say it's a very pleasant place to be I don't know if you've ever been to Imola where they used to have the San Marino Grand Prix it's rather like being there a lovely verdant green park with very pleasant smells and not a bad place to be at all. Not a bad place to have a motor race. Everyone's very civilised. It's not packed to the gunnels here. So if I can get to a point of the track where I can see what's going on, I should be very pleased. Hang on, where are we? Gates 13 to 21. This way. Good. Oh. Actually, Battersea Park seems to be a lot bigger than I remember it. <laughs> either that or when I did used to come here I was a much longer-legged man because this is some distance I hear cars going past I hope that's not the race start 
time is it on my watch? Five past four. Yep. Missed the race at Dart. Dart. Garrett Jones on speed! Okay, here's the sound of the cars on the scene. There it is, the sound of Formula E. That high pitched whistle and whine and swoosh that seems more familiar to video gamers playing F Zero or uh, Wipeout perhaps than motor racing. And that sound largely drowned out by the helicopters above. And when was the last time I went to a motor race and had to whisper quietly so I didn't speak over the PA, huh? That's something. Muted response from the people in the stands here, all watching the screens. Hey Tykes. Hello. You enjoying it? Yeah, it's brilliant. The cars literally just appear out of nowhere. I mean, we've got a straight and we've got a decent view right down from the front. We see them turn the corner and you don't hear them until they're right up close yeah, and then yeah. they vanish. A series of surprises. Yeah, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Yeah, yeah. And the grid's all mixed up because it was wet during qualifying yeah. some of the guys were normally at the back at the front. Which is good and interesting because it makes up the grid, especially for the last race, which is really yeah. cool. Yeah. Wow. Hey, Z. Yeah. What do you think? I think we've got a race and we've got lovely weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True yeah. enough. Turned out nice. Turned out nice again, hasn't it? Formula D. Formula E on Garrett Jones on speed. There's uh, a bunch of lads here all wearing Renault Sport jackets. So let me see what they think about Formula E. Fellas, do you mind if I ask you a couple of questions? Go on, Ed, you're the man. About the whole race experience. Yeah, Mitch and Ed. Ed, 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 my name's Gareth. This is for a car podcast called Gareth Jones on Speed. You're a big race fan, yeah? Not really. Not really. You're probably an more EV than me. fan. You're an EV fan. An EV fan. No, I work with electric cars, yeah. Okay, and how are you enjoying the racing? It's good. I mean, I think qualifying was pretty exciting. I don't think it was really what people were expecting, especially at the front grid. Do you go to a lot of races? No, not a huge amount. No, not to be honest. No, we don't. I mean, you were at the British Grand Prix last yeah, year. Yeah, the British Grand Prix last year. How so. does this compare to that as a spectacle? Oh, it's completely period? different, isn't it? It's more of a spectator kind of event and more of a family day. I think that's what they've tried to do with it because it's so new. So they don't know how to position it yet. They've got to work on it. But I think next year it'll kind of develop it more. And completely different, isn't it? It's electric versus petrol. And Are the cars dramatic enough? Um. They don't look too quick here, but if you're the corners and the chicanes and stuff, they're still nippy enough. So we've I think said the same thing. Yeah, I think it's still exciting enough. I think next year will be interesting when obviously they expand it so that yeah. the constructors can kind of build their own cars. That'll be a real kind of make or break, I think. Let's hope it doesn't break it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Grass. Fellas, thanks for your time. No Cheers. Problem. Oh! oh. 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 oh.
Consternation in the crowd there is Sebastian Buemi spun at turn two, the championship leader. I don't know how it's going to play out now, but at the point at which he spun, if he'd have finished in that position, Buemi would have been Formula E champion. Does that mean it's going to fall to someone else? Let's see. I'm trying to gauge the reaction of the fans here at the race. I'm enjoying it. Sorg and Tycho seem to be enjoying it. It just needs a bit more oomph. It's a couple of little lads here about 10 years old. They're properly excited. Really are. The cars have just been released from behind the safety car. They were all bunched up whistling away as they came past a moment ago, so the next time they come past, they should all be on the same bit of track, and we should hear the sound of whistling electric racing cars, hopefully over the sound of the screeches these two little lads in front of me here. Stand by. Here they come. Like Tycho said, you don't get much warning. You can't see that far down the circuit. You don't hear them coming. It's just when they turn up, you know they're here. There you go, racing cars and screeching ten-year-olds. So, you know, if you're driving an internal combustion engine car, setting the fastest lap is something that you can do later in the race because your car is lighter. Yes. Now, in an electric car, the cars don't get any lighter. I don't think they do. I mean, now that you now say I'm, I'm suddenly thinking, oh, hang on, you're not, you're not carrying any fewer electrons, are you? <laughs> no, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not any lighter. No, it's <laughs> uh, Sam Bird just got the fastest lap with be four laps to go. Yeah, which I think means that Nelson Piquet is all of a sudden now no longer set to win the championship because uh, a moment ago he had fastest lap of the race and with his position he was on to take the championship but he needed that fastest lap yeah. to achieve that. Yeah. yeah, It's complex to follow if you haven't got the commentary, which I haven't because I never got on those earpieces. They ran out and the radio frequency is not available to the rest of us. But I'm not complaining. You know, I'm trying to follow it on the screens but with all these additional points for fastest laps and pole and stuff like that it does make it more complex doesn't it yeah a degree of complexity is good you know yeah. slightly geeky race fans you know you like a bit of detail to, oh, yes. to, to ferret around in and, yeah you know, yeah yeah absolutely yeah. I'm pleased to see that there's quite a bit of partisan support for Sam oh Bird God, here who is a great driver oh and right on top of the car in front of him good that drivers who aren't as well known as some F1 drivers are getting support in this because there's no doubt in Sam Bird's ability. He's had a bit of a tough season. He's third now, Tycho. Three laps left. Three laps left, sorry. I thought you said he's third now. I can't follow him. What do I know about motorsport? 
There's no doubt that the racing here at Battersea is spot on. We've got lots of cars nose to tail. Not so much swapping positions, but the potential of something happening is great. And often that's enough. Sandberg once again fails to get past the Venturi in front of him. Slight touch there. I said this was going to end in tears. I think there may have just been a weepy eye. No damage to either car, as far as I can tell. Good old Sandbird. Proper entertainment. Lots of oohs and ahs from the crowd. You do get to hear that. That's the advantage of this sort of racing. Mind you, it is quiet because all the cars are around the other side of the circuit at the moment. Am I whispering? This is the last lap now. Hopefully we'll get cheered. Apart from Zog anyway. Sarazan has no energy. None. Zero. Yeah, really. Zero percent. What? Sarazan is on 0%. Come on, Everybody's a commentator today. That's Guaymi trying to go for a... It's great to hear the crowd reaction, actually. And it still goes on as the power drops. And the Formula, the inaugural Formula E champion is Nelsino Piquet. Nelson Piquet Jr. to the rest of us. Well done, Nels good lad proud to say that I had a chat with him before he won this championship he'll be very happy with that as will Emerson Fittipaldi who's here in support of him who's supported him as long as I've seen Nelson racing good entertainment Tycho oh my it was fantastic they're just saying that Sarazan had no energy at the end of the race so everyone might get moved up a position so we'll see how that affects the race uh, oh the I missed that Sarazan may be moved up ah why is that then he may be disqualified for having no energy. Is that what happens? If you finish the race with no energy, you're I'm disqualified? I'm not sure, but going into the final corner, he had nothing left. So he was just waiting for it to run out. So all he had to get him across that line was momentum and another 15 metres, Sandbird would have overtaken him. What's your name? Freddie. Freddie, you should be a commentator. Yeah. You understand yeah. this sport. Well, well done, man. Thank you for explaining that. How old are you, Freddie? How old are you? Ten. And how long have you been a motorsport fan? Um, since I was about three. All right, good lad. That's the right time to start. As soon as you can recognise a car. Good lad, Freddie. Well done. As the drivers take the applause of the crowds and their warm-down lap, for those who've got enough power to do a warm-down lap, I'm going to give a big cheer for Alex Fontana when he goes by. Bless you. And here he is, Alex! Good lad. Tom Price's helmet, racing again some 40 years after, well, 38 years after Tom's death. That's wonderful to see. And I think the lads in the team from the chaps I was talking to in the Trudy team are very happy with Alex Fontana's performance. Good lad. Right. There seems to be a grand movement away from the stand. Shall we 
you going to buy the podium? Do you want to yeah, see? let's go and have a bit of podium action. Good plan, Z. It's nice and close to the ground, which is... Uh, it's yeah, not, like, it's not, all not up, up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, follow the crowd. Penalty oh. for Stefan Sarazak, which has been converted to a time penalty of 49 oh, seconds, yeah. which means Stefan Berg is Yeah! yeah. yeah. Stefan Berg wins the race from Jerome D'Ambrosio right. and Monty Brown. The promotion of Sebastian Buemi to fifth place. That was fun Taika was just saying to me that it was the most exciting race he's seen it was exciting yeah, really genuinely one of the most exciting all round races yeah. you can't stage that kind of excitement uh, no. on so many levels it's just brilliant really really good well as my mate Bobby always says a motor race is often defined by the last few laps you don't want an exciting start to a race you want an exciting end to a race at the end of these sorts of races because they've got a finite amount of energy available in the cars it's all down to how much energy you've got left in the last few laps which means the racing could all change in the last couple of yep. laps which makes it exciting so finite energy electrical powered racing by definition helps the excitement of the race Definitely, yeah. yeah we had Buemi on top of Senna and then we had Bird on top of Sarazan, and then Sarazan runs out, and so we have basically three major, major, major championship-affecting conflicts going on at the same time, yep. with only a short amount of laps, and it just piles up and piles up, and yeah. you're not waiting just for one car to come round to go, oh, that was quick, or oh, that was exciting, he did that move. It was in the technicality of the race, and all these different point factors that add up. So like, Sam right. Bird is the winner? Yes, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Perfect result, good lad. Formula E on Gastron on Speed. I've come up to the uh, podium, which of course in Formula E is in the E Village, this sort of central gathering point that they have with the uh, children's entertainment and the stunt riders on the motorcycles and stuff, and of course the Formula EJ, the DJ who wears a large polystyrene racing helmet with presumably headphones built in, looks kind of silly, but that's okay, that's absolutely fine. And what a huge crowd of expectant people who I'm imagining are going to make a huge amount of noise when Sam Bird emerges as the winner of this race. Uh, we're watching on the screen. You can see that the drivers are chatting with Very team members. Very soon be having the podium underway here. But again, a, a big request, please. When the drivers do come out to the podium, please don't surge forward. Please stand where you are because it is really quite crushed at the front. So please don't surge forward when we have the drivers coming up onto the rostrum. Safety announcements. They must be concerned about people's safety. Rather amusingly, Sarah Ferguson appears to be backstage and greeting the drivers. I wonder exactly what capacity she's here. Probably the same as me, ligging. If you don't know the expression ligging, Google it. Shall we have a podium then? So first of all, let's bring out the representative of our winning team, Virgin Racing, Patrick Curry, who is Sam Bird's race engineer. Congratulations to Patrick. And then in third place, Loic Duval. Congratulations to Loic Duval. Our runner-up once more in the Visa London E-Prix, Jerome D'Ambrosio. 
and then our race winner, Sam Bird. Sweetie Bird comes out onto the podium with a giant Schumacher-esque so leap. So anthem of the winning driver and Happy team. as heck. Oh dear, my least favourite anthem in the world. Honestly, I'd like this anthem if it wasn't all about a queen. If it was about the people, or the nation, or the culture, I'd support it, I'm afraid. An anthem that says that we are all subservient to someone who is royally better than us. I can't abide with. If it was Land of Hope and Glory, I'd be happy to sing along. And I'm a Welshman. There you go, this policy political broadcast brought to you by the... Welsh Republican Party. Well done, Soundbird. Proud to be British. Once we've had the selfies on the podium, we will move on to the presentations. So, first of all, I would like to invite Mark Antipov on behalf of Visa to present the winning team's trophy to Patrick Curry. And then the presentation of the third place trophy to Lloyd Duval will be made by Jodie Kidd. Nice to see Jodie Kidd here because she's a proper racer. Faraz Grozzi from Grisogno to present the Runners Up Trophy to Jerome D'Ambrosio. I can see Naomi Campbell here standing just behind the podium as well. And of course, she's a local girl. She's from Streatham, which is what? Two miles away from here? Then I would like to invite Princess Beatrice of York and Sarah Duchess of York to present the winning trophy to Sam Bird. Huge cheer for Sam Bird as he accepts kisses from those royalty types and raises his trophy. Good lad, Sam. Good lad. So now it's time for some photos. 5,000 people all taking exactly the same photograph. Now the question is, do we crown and then the for the final time the in the FIA oh, yeah. Formula E season, it's time for some champagne. Not just champagne, but uh, smoke cannons as well. Jody Kidd trying to get out of the way of the squirting gentleman. Oh, and the EJ has joined in with his CO2 <laughs> squirting gun as well. <laughs> it's good entertainment. <laughs> What fun. That's it then. I'll leave you with the sounds of celebration at Battersea Park. The first motor race to happen in central London since 1970. I think you, listening to this, and my son, Tycho, and my great friend Zog, and about uh, 29,997 other people witnessed history today. I'm very happy to do so. That's it for Gareth Jones on Speed. See ya. But if you're in an electric car, probably won't hear ya. It's alright. To send us an email, see pictures, get song lyrics, join our Facebook fan site, follow us on Twitter, or to find out about sponsorship opportunities, go to garethjones.tv. Gareth Jones on Speed is made in London by Whizbang. Warning. 
Battery low. Please recharge. Sherrick Jones on speed!